Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. So how do you take an idea and then turn it into a business? And that business then generates six figures, multiple six figures. And then how do you take that multiple six-figure business and then turn it into multiple seven figures, millions of dollars coming in? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today with Nathan Chan, the founder of Founder Magazine. Somebody who was on the show a while back where he was talking about how he started this digital magazine. And now this digital magazine has turned into a powerhouse media company, and he's going to dish all that he's done to make that happen, including a lot of what he's had to stop doing, which is really interesting because I know a lot of us always are asking ourselves, well, what should we not be doing in order to grow? Or maybe you're maybe you're not asking yourself that, but you should be because there's only so many things you can do and it's when you go all in that things start to happen. So if you're thinking of flipping to another podcast episode or another podcast in general, I, w- I would encourage you to stop, listen to this episode, stick that phone in your pocket and enjoy and learn and grow from this conversation today. But first, of course, we need our intro. Let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he learned how to dance watching YouTube, Pat Flynn. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for listening in on episode 316 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. I'm super thankful you're here. Thankful for all the reviews that are coming in. I appreciate you so much. And guess what? I'm not going to waste your time right now. We're going to get right into this conversation because it's a juicy one. Here we go. Nathan Chan from founder.com. Nathan, dude, what's up? Welcome back to the SPI Podcast, man. Thanks for taking the time today. Oh, you're welcome, Pat. Thanks so much for having me, man. It's uh, great to be back. Uh, it's uh, 9 a.m. here in Melbourne. It's pretty sunny. I've got a big day ahead of me and uh, starting the day fresh speaking to you. I love it, man. Thank you for that. Um, the last time you were on the show, for everybody's uh, reference, was episode 169, which was July 8th, 2015, which was nearly three years ago. And I know through speaking with you um, off of a podcast and, and actually in person, we met in person in Australia when I was there last year for ProVlogger and we had coffee together. That was a super fun. You were, you're getting me up to date with everything that was happening. And just this, this thing that started as a digital magazine, which is founder magazine, which I highly recommend everybody check it out. Um, that's founder without an E and, and just, you're blowing my mind with all the things that you're doing and, and how you're approaching this business. I, um, just 
well, first of all, congratulations. I What I want to do is catch everybody up with what you're doing, but not only like what you're doing, but why you're making those decisions. And I, I'm just very interested to hear. So, you know, last time we chatted, you had this digital magazine. You're crushing it on Instagram. Um, what has happened since then? Yeah, well, well, first of all, thank you so much for the kind words, Pat. It, uh, it means a lot, man, because you were one of the people that helped me get started, dude. Like I used to listen to your show back in like, you know, when I was in my day job working in IT support mm-hmm. and uh, – it was really inspiring, man. So thank you. It means a lot, and it's really humbling to be here and come back. You know, I can't believe it's. It seems only like not that long ago that I was back on your show okay. in 2015. Um, so what's happened since? Well, learn a lot of lessons, eh? <laughs> like what? Learn a lot about. Learn a lot about like what it takes to scale a company. So since you know when we were speaking, you know, the magazine was doing. I think we had, you know, we're doing around six, yeah, we're doing multiple six figures now. You know, we've grown the, the company to, to be doing multiple seven figures. So we're turning over millions of dollars every year annually. Um, and we've we've done much more, like found us much more than a magazine now, more than ever. Um, we even, you know, we've got the domain. That was that was a mission in of itself. And that's a whole nother story I can tell you. We've got the domain now, founder.com, mm-hmm. uh, which I think I told you over coffee, like that was a mission. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then now we're really like we're printing magazines as well. And uh, now we're really just going deep on educational courses, but in a different kind of way than most, I guess, because uh, what I realized was the reason that people come and follow and, and, and consume our content at Founder, it, more than anything, is because we connect people with extremely successful founders. And I really want to, to just really capture that theme, just not just around a podcast or a magazine and, and blog post, but really just do that with courses now as well. So what what I'm really passionate about, and you know, since we last spoke, my, my mission and, and, and I guess my dreams and, and everything I'm looking to accomplish has, has literally hundred X like, you know, what what I'm trying to do with the brand now is 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 really build a household name entrepreneurial brand, like an entrepreneur, like a Forbes. And, you know, that's gonna take me at least, you know, me and the founder team now. Now we have a team, we have a quite a sizable team, uh, at least another five to seven years. So that's kind of, you know, what's happening now. We're scaling up courses and we're working with what what I'm looking for are, are practitioners that are you know, have done X thing multiple times with multiple businesses and perhaps they don't even have a personal brand. That's probably even better because, I guess we can really showcase their story in a in a in a you know a, a different light that that no one's ever seen. But then also, you know, there, it's just a great angle I think to um, you know like there's a lot of educational platforms. So I'm really looking at like you know a Linda or a Skillshare or a Creative Live. How can we do something similar like that for just entrepreneurship and and founders now? So that's yeah. kind of my vision and and to really I guess democratize entrepreneurial education. Let me ask you why you want to do this. Like why why go 100x? Why go to this level? Well, I, I just looked at it, Pat, and I was just like, "Look, man. Well, you know, um, you know, when we spoke, I think I would have just been close or, or come close to launch like a, a course mm-hmm. for 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 Instagram, and and that did really well because a lot of people asking me if I, I I wanted to do consulting, and you know, ever since we spoke, you know, we have you know over a million plus uh, people on Instagram that, that follow the brand, and it's it's quite a sizable account, but 
you know, I looked at the at the landscape, and I didn't think we were going to do courses, but I, I really fell in love with with courses and, and and this space. And I looked at you know what we're doing, and I was like, okay, well, you know, we've got two options. Uh, you know, we can either look to to double down on courses, and if we do, obviously, I, I want to build something that's much bigger than me. And I just feel that uh, you know, if if I was, you know, I want to be kind of, um, I, I understand that there needs to be a leader, and and we're, we're trying to drive a movement here Mm -hmm. so you know like a a richard branson with the virgin or steve jobs with an apple and elon musk with the tesla i'm happy to be the face of founder and 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 a leader but i really want to build something that's much bigger than myself and and a scalable asset that you know if something were to ever happen to me the brand can still go on the brand can still thrive the brand can still really help people so I looked at that landscape pattern and I and I looked at it and I was like, okay, well, I've got two options here. I either look to build a software product of some sort and because we've got a, an amazing audience and we're helping, you know, millions of people. But, you know, I, I looked at it and I was like, I think what, what feels right is is to really, you know, look at this educational piece and, and how we can, you know, do something that's a little different and, and basically do what we've done with the magazine and podcast, but now get people to teach. So... That was kind of the strategy. Um, I, I, I like to model other companies and I look at like a masterclass.com and, and you know, all, all these other educational companies and, and I, 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 and I draw inspiration from them. And yeah, I'm pretty big on strategy, man. So that's kind of, you know, so I hope that answers your question. But yeah, really the yeah. why is to really build something bigger than myself because one, one thing you find is it's it's never enough. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's never enough. You say you want to get to this and then you get there and I don't know. It's just like for me now, I, I don't know why um, I, I decided that in that sense. But for me, I I just want I just think it'd be a, an amazing feeling to be able to contribute and and really help facilitate, you know, so many people's growth. And, and I even say this to the founder team, like, and I don't, I, I, I don't say this to sound stupid, but like, the stuff that we're doing, we we could potentially be creating the next Elon Musk's of the world, and that's how we like to think about it now. So I like that. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of you know why going hundred x because I think to me I literally have no choice now, man. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Because last time you know six figures to seven figures, that, that's a huge jump, and the answer there was was courses, right? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and so seven to eight figures is that just triple down on courses or is there is there even more planned yeah to get to eight figures yeah it, we, we can get there with just courses 100 percent. you make it sound so easy though oh it's no no it's not easy <laughs> there's, there's so there's so much work involved. Like, oh yeah just double down on courses no i know i know there's a lot like so so tell me what are the big what are the big struggles you're you and your company as you are scaling or finding right now as you're attempting to do this uh well look i think um since we last spoke some some big struggles i had was uh one i think it's easy to to get caught up in drinking your own kool-aid and you know i try and always be as as humble as possible man but um you know uh, i i i got into this trap thinking that like we could do anything and uh it would just kill it <laughs> because we were just having so many wins mm-hmm. and uh you know i think um i think we learned some hard lessons around like just because if you launch a product and you don't do proper validation that people 
are going to like really take it up and buy it and you're going to get a great conversion. You know, that's something that more than ever now we do very, very deep uh, research on how we uh, launch any product now, even if it's a magazine, like, you know, we're getting into physical magazines. We're doing like really, really deep research and and really um, speaking and surveying relentlessly and, and, and speaking to our customers and speaking to people in our community and, and really, you know, getting people to prepay for things. Like that's one of the best things that I've learned, man, and, and you do it too, like pre-sell, the art of the pre-sell. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, did you uh, did you see what we did at the start of this year? We pre-sold twelve courses this year. We ran an early bird special, and before we even pre-sold them, we had like a series of surveys to find out what people's you know, biggest problems, frustrations are within their business. And then from there, you know, we got ridiculous amounts of response. You know, I think over over a thousand plus responses. And then from there, we you know put up a page and for one week you could pre we, you know you could buy any of these courses at you know between 50 to a hundred dollars mm. and you know we put up I think it was 16 courses that you could potentially buy and all there was was a headline and three bullet points and from there you know like that's all you got to know about the course and there were some clear winners and there were some clear losers where people didn't really care. And what happened was, you know, we had a top eight. There was a, you know, the clear winners were the top eight. And then the, the bottom eight, you know, uh, it was very, very obvious that people didn't really care enough. So, you know, we gave people a credit or we, you know, refunded them uh, for the bottom eight if they, if they, bought during that pre-sale and now we're working on, on rolling out those next 12 courses. So yeah, we, as much as I can, I really think it's really, really important. Whatever product that you launch, you've got to ask your audience, just survey them, ask them. And, you know, you can ask them through surveys, but the best way to really know is, is if somebody's prepared to pay for something before it exists, then it needs to be out there in the world. That's why Kickstarter is so amazing. You know, since we last spoke, uh, we did a crowdfunding campaign as well, which uh, did quite well. We did a physical product as well, which was a coffee table book. Uh, yeah, which you, awesome. you were kindly enough to uh, shout us out on one of your shows. So thank you for that, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I learned a lot about, you know, launching products and really making sure that you really want to validate and go as deep as possible. And then another thing I, I've learned, which is just some hard lessons, is around team building. Team building and building a team, like the way that you scale a company, man, is really through people. Um, and from my experience now, what I'm finding is if you want to, you know, get to the next level, um, especially, you know, if once you've got a business suing in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, eventually you will need to get some sort of leverage and, you know, you, you need to be able to, to get leverage through hiring other people to, to help you, you know, build out whatever you're trying to build or, you know, help you fulfill the vision and the mission that, that you're trying to, to, to accomplish. So from my experience, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of lessons, but from my experience, you know, the, the, the best thing that you can do when it comes to hiring is finding people that have done what you like, what you need done that they've done it before. So, 
you know, just as an example, uh, recently we've had someone join us. His name's Zach. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he used to work at uh, another educational startup. And, uh, you know, he in, you know, in the space of like uh, it was a, a year and a half there at that startup, educational startup, he, he rolled out, I think it was 80 courses in the year and a half uh, working with influencers, which is exactly what we want to do now. So, you know, that that's just a great example that, you know, there, there, there isn't that much training involved. There isn't like, you know, there's obviously a little bit of mentorship and we're working together, but really I can, I can let Zach work autonomously and, you know, I get, you know, he, and he's an absolute superstar and, you know, I know that like I can keep it working on things that I need to work on and we check in obviously, and we have our team meetings and stuff, but for the most part, you know, we're, we're, we're growing and we're able to get that leverage because he's working on 12 courses this year. And yes, I am involved and stuff like that, but you know, he's, he's going and and doing all the producing, working on the course curriculum, doing all those things. So, you know, I'm trying to do that with every key element of, of founder and, and, and where we need to go. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things. And I could talk to you around hiring strategies and all the crazy stuff we do there and, and stuff like that. But hiring has been a very, very big thing around scaling up, um, um, and then also just focus, man, focus and thinking about the strategy, uh, strategy. I'm, I'm very passionate about strategy and, and, and really just spending a lot of time just looking out, looking around what's in the marketplace, how at Founder can we truly differentiate ourselves? Because there are so many people out there, man, that I guess are not only just influencers like yourself, but other entrepreneurial brands out there. Like, how do we get that cut through? How do we differentiate ourselves? And mm-hmm. I don't see anybody out there, you know, doing similar stuff to us, um, or, or, you know, promoting or, or entrepreneurship or producing entrepreneurial courses as competition because, you know, we're all at the end of the day just trying to help people make the world a better place. But, you know, getting that cut through is 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 really, really key, right, because there's so much noise out there. So just just, just thinking about strategy in a, in a very, very big way and, and really planning relentlessly. Like now, you know, like at the start of the year, we had like a team retreat and, you know, we got all of these people together like, and, you know, we had a facilitator that come in and we ran that retreat and we planned out the whole year. And then every quarter, you know, we're catching up and, and saying, hey, did we execute on the things that we said we're going to do? And, you know, now we do these things called traffic light meetings. And I make, you know, I make no claim to the, this is uh, from a, a book that uh, I read and also because I'm part of this group called Entrepreneurs Organization, but it's a, it's a, it's a framework called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. Fantastic book. If you're looking to scale your company, check out the book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. But there's this process uh, that a lot of uh, fast growth companies and companies that are trying to scale do, which is uh, using a, a traffic light reporting system where every week you, you check in and each person or team have their KPIs, like, you know, um, you know X. X amount of email subscribers, X amount of web traffic, converting X amount of people uh, on you know from that web traffic. You know that's the web team or the content team. You know how many how many backlinks did we get? Where are we ranking for the site? You know the product team on X product. How many sales did we get? What's our monthly recurring revenue at the moment? What's our run rate? So you know just uh, keeping you know not only just finding in- insanely great people, but you know, really just, uh, you know, really empowering them with great goals and, and rewarding them and then challenges and, and really getting the right people on the bus. And then, you know, aligning that team as well. I think, yeah, man, I could go on. Like, is this, is this good stuff? 
I'm letting you talk because I do not want you to stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, you know, another thing that I, I learned as well, um, I talked to you about strategy and I, and I really like to model. And when I look at like other things out there, I try and pick bits and pieces like, you know, with the courses I can openly say here, like, you know, every single course that we produce with an influencer has a, has a, has a trailer. And why does it have a trailer? Because we're inspired by masterclasses trailers and it, it really sets us apart. And it's just an amazing way. Like, dude, if someone can watch like a movie trailer and just be sold to want to go see the movie, mm-hmm. you can do the same with courses, bro. Like if it's, if it's like really highly produced, um, like you, it's, it's insane. Like we can run a trailer for like one of our courses, like, you know, and this all come from surveys like Greta, you know, she's one of our teachers and she, she's built four multi-million dollar e-commerce brands. And, you know, it was just lucky enough. She was a friend and she lived in Melbourne and, uh, you know, our audience told us they want to learn how to launch a physical product business. They want to learn, learn how to launch a brand and, and learn, launch a store. So, you know, we could run that trailer of, of Greta's to, to people that are hundred percent cold on Facebook, never heard of us. And, you know, they, uh, people will be pretty pumped. People will be pretty excited. People will be interested to know more about this course. So I, I got that idea, man. I didn't come up with that idea. I got it from somewhere and I, I kind of took a piece of it. So I'm always looking at other industries, other markets. Where can I take pieces from for us to learn? You know, I looked at, you know, printing magazines and, and you know, a lot of people doing free plus shipping book offers. We're doing free plus shipping magazines. And I looked at, you know, what are other industries doing around that? And if people can do it for books, why can't I, I can't, why can't we do it for magazines? No one's doing that. Forbes isn't doing it. Entrepreneur, you know, fast company, none of these companies like publishing, you know, media companies are doing magazines printed, but giving away for free like so you know i'm looking at all those bits bits and pieces and and thinking of those strategies and and how can we differentiate ourselves but then when it comes back to team i'm also looking at like how can i really align our team and and get the right people on the bus that have done it before that have that experience but then most of all and this is one of the most powerful things that i've learned when it comes to hiring and finding great people to join your team is is that vision man that mission if you can get people to fall in love with your vision and your mission, the amount of money that you pay that person is irrelevant. The amount of hours that that person has to, to work to, to, to hit targets or, or, or help, us, help us all work towards that is just so incredibly powerful. Like, no, I'm not saying that I, I do this and I want to do this, but man, you, if, you, if you have a very articulate, strong vision – People will want to come with you along the way for the ride and people will not care, you know, around money is irrelevant. And obviously everyone has to live and stuff like that. I'm not, but there's a very, very powerful thing that I'd really encourage people. If you're looking to scale up your business, if you're looking to take it to the next level and you need to start hiring people or looking at starting to hire people, I think it's very, very important. I would encourage you to really just take the time, take a week, go on a holiday and really think like, you know, if I want to build something that's bigger than myself and I, you know, need a team, like what does that vision look like? What does that mission look like? What would like, what would like be the dream scenario seven to 10 years from now? Because that's how long, that's how long it takes to build anything of true worth and significance. That's what one of my mentors 
taught me. And it's so true. Like you look at a lot of these companies that, that we, you know, uh, inspire a lot of us and it takes a very, very long time. So, you know, what does seven to 10 years look like from now? What is the dream scenario? What, like, you know, how many people are you going to help? How many people are going to use your product? How many people are going to use your service? And, and like, you know, track that back and, and really get, find out what excites you, what lights that fire. And then, you know, once you've worked that out, once you've found something that really sits well for you, not just, I want to make a hundred K, uh, you know, this this year or, you know, I want to make half a million this year. Like what, why? You know, really go deeper and why, 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 why? The five whys, you know? So, and once you can find that and once you can really communicate to that to, to someone that potentially wants to join your team, it becomes so much more than just uh, a job. It becomes so much more than just doing work. It's, yeah, so it's very, uh, very, very powerful. And it's uh, something that I've learned, which is really powerful to align your team at as well. And, you know, you've got to create values. I used to think that you know, creating values is just a load of rubbish. And I used to look at, you know, even at the company that I worked previously, they had a set of values and I didn't really understand it. But values are really important, man, when you're trying to build a team and and because it's essentially your operating system around how you expect your team and how you expect your, your everyone to behave and, and, and operate off, you know, and it's a set of rules and, and beliefs, right? So like, you know, one of our values at Foundry is is determined to deliver. So, like, if we, we if we say we're going to do something, we do it. Like, you know, we had a call today. You know, where well, I'm here right now. Like, if if I say to someone in my team. Like, you know, we're going to we'll do a launch on this product on this day. We, you know, we, we might miss it, but we're going to work our very hardest to, to, to ship it. Like, I think that's just a, for me, that's a personal belief that, you know, if I say to a friend, I'm going to meet you here or I'm going to be here for beers, uh, you know, I, I do it. So I think that's just a good for me. It's my personal belief. So you can really instill that in your team and, and the way that you want to build and grow your company because as your company grows and, and that's how you can, can align your team, right? Because because it's it's a set of beliefs that you know fundamentally comes from the founders, but can be can be crafted together with your team as well to really align you guys and find out what's important to you, and that that builds a culture. And uh, I think, yeah, man, I could keep going, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure you got some questions, dude. See, this is why, you know, a lot of people ask me, Pat, like, how many podcasts are you subscribed to? And I go, well. Basically one, uh, Sean Stevenson and the Model Health Show. And they're like, well, why aren't you subscribed to like you know, all these other entrepreneurs? And I'm like, because I get so much value just from these kinds of interviews. Like right now <laughs> when I'm talking, like I don't need to listen to other shows because I'm getting everything through these conversations and the people I'm connecting with right now. And Nathan, I'm, I'm, pull, I'm, I'm just, I'm learning right now from you too because I'm at that level where I know I could scale and I have all these other things I want to do that are bigger than, than me. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, thank you, first of all. And I love that you just set, basically answered every question I had along the way by just continuing this conversation. So first of all, who, who are your mentors? Cause you sound like you, you've been, this, you, you're a seasoned pro at this. <laughs> man, I, man, we're, we're all learning brother. I, this is my first business and like, yeah, look, I, I really, I'm just, Dude, I, I'm just doing the hard yards. I am in the trenches with you, with everyone, just trying to work out how to do this stuff prof, like, like, like properly, but also in a, a kind of way that, that I, I, I want to be really proud of. So, 
you know, proud of proud of you know our team and and the kind of company that we're building and and the place that we're working and and the kind of products and and value we're providing to the world. But um, so I have I have a couple of different mentors. Um, you know, same as you, dude. I'm so lucky to speak to the people that I do uh, with with the with the founder podcast and mm-hmm. and just these incredible founders. So I get a lot and and I soak up so much there. And you know, like you know, Kate, like dude. Eventually, I will have to give up the founder podcast, and there is a plan for me to to get someone else to do the interviews in the next, I'd say, twelve to eighteen months. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, just and because, what? like, man, like, if I'm going to scale founder, I need, I can't be part of the product, and I and I need to focus, and not that the podcast is a part of the product, but like, I need to focus on on growing the company, and there's a lot of time spent on doing these interviews well, and I think I can find someone that's like, you know, worked at NPR for like ten years, that's a better interviewer than me. Um, so yeah, that's something that I think is important as well. Just thinking out, okay, where can you remove yourself as a CEO? But, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, look, coming back to your question, who are my mentors? So, yeah, obviously the people that I speak to, um, I have uh, one particular mentor who is is a coach as well. Like, you know, I pay him for his time, but he's absolutely incredible. His name's uh, Mitch Harper. He's the founder of a company called Big Commerce, which is, uh, you know, a $100 million annual recurring revenue SaaS. Now, he's he's not uh, – I don't think he's active in the business. He's on the board still, but he, like, mentors founders and stuff like that. And uh, he's he's based in Sydney, so he's a fellow Australian, which I really like. And uh, he's a very, very smart guy. Like, I speak to him frequently, like, you know, because I pay him for his time as well. You know, I – he's he's a mastermind so like i'm you know i'm learning from him i've got another i've got a you know another mentor that um has successfully scaled uh, his company but then he does some consulting as well he's here in australia i met him through eo so one thing i did was i, I joined this group and it's it's fantastic it's called entrepreneurs organization so it's like Think of uh, like how people do online masterminds, but it's mm-hmm. more kind of people. It's more kind of for uh, local business owners or kind of business owners, but uh, but but people that don't really follow the online space. So it was created by that guy that, that from that book called Scaling Up by Vern Harnish, and um, essentially they have chapters in every single major city around the world and you know there's you know your company has to be doing x amount of turnover uh you know every year to be able to be eligible to join so there is you know some some qualifications uh, you know there's a qualification process but um Oh, it's incredible, man. Like, you know, I catch up with my forum. So they have a whole framework around this. I, I catch up with my forum, uh, you know, once a month. And the people in my forum are incredibly smart people. And they don't ha- they don't have – they're not in the online space. Some are. Like there's one that uh, has one of the largest uh, companies in Australia that sells hampers. So he's an e-commerce business. There's somebody that has a HR and consulting firm but also building a HR SaaS product. There's someone that has a law and legal advisory firm like so so you get to learn and you get to learn from experiences from people that have built different kind of businesses to you so you draw a lot from there so you know um 
uh, yeah, I've I've got quite a and, I've, and then also uh, another one of my mentors is is Daryl Wade. You know, he he founded the company Intrepid Travel that I used to work at, where I worked in IT support. Uh, I did it. Uh, loved the the role itself, and I was destined for so much more. But uh, I loved the company. I learned a lot about what it takes to build a great company culture, and you know, that's a massive company. That's like a, I think a, it's like a three hundred million dollar a year turnover company. Um, you know, they're they're one of the largest adventure travel companies in the world, and I. Came up with Daryl, you know, once every quarter, once every six months. So, so yeah, I'm always, I, I do have a lot of people that I speak to and, and I'm thinking and, and, and getting challenged on, on strategy, getting challenged on how we're growing our team, getting challenged on, you know, how we're trying to grow founder. And it's essentially like my own kind of personal unofficial advisory board in mm-hmm. a way. How do you create a strategy to scale? Well, you know, there's a there's a few things there's there's common there's common things here and there's proven practices that you can follow so so one thing I can tell you and like I said I can't I keep coming to that book scaling up and and they teach it in EO and stuff and um you know one one of the one of the quickest ways I believe and and this one finding from experience to help us grow founder is is if you ha- already have an existing customer base find out how you can further serve them. Like anyone, anyone that's listening to this right now, if you want to scale your company wherever it's at, from X to Y, A to B, um, look at your, you know, top fifty to a hundred customers, uh, people in your community that have spent the most money with you and your services or your products. And simply go to them, whether you ask them personally or whether you get a whole ton of them in a room or whether you survey them or you, whatever you do, just find out how can I further serve you. And if you can, if you can uh, sell more products to your existing customer base, that's one of the lowest hanging pieces of lowest hanging fruit out there, I believe. Um, that's, uh, that's the first part of, I think, any good strategy is, is looking at, at proven processes or frameworks because there's people out there that have done it before. Um, you, look, you look and learn from mentors, advisors, or whoever that, that have scaled companies before, and, and you have to come up with a with a strategy like you look at you know you know yeah you so you obviously you look to market you know more products to existing customers or further serve existing customers but then you look at how else you can I guess bolt on other products to gain uh, other other portions of the market and then as well you look to in the most basic form sell more of your existing product uh, to like, you know, uh, other people. And, you know, you look at things like recurring revenue. Now, we don't have as much recurring revenue in our business as I would like now, but that will change over time. And I have a long-term strategy to, to basically make a majority of our, our our revenue recurring because I believe that that's, that's very, very powerful because it breeds predictability and, you know, all, all these other reasons. But, you know, so in regards to, you know, coming up with a strategy, I, I, you know, I speak to people, I read books around it, and I just really look at what other companies are doing and look to model and and, and look at bits and pieces that we can take from that and, and implement. But then also, you know, you, you plan it out 
I think I think another big part of strategy, Pat, is uh, relentless focus. And and so like you know you plan out your year, right? Like everybody has their New Year's resolutions. Well, you plan out your year and you set goals and you set targets and you you know you you test the strategy out. You don't know if that strategy is solid, right? So what you do is at the start of the year you plan it out. If you have a team, you sit down with your team, you challenge all of these your assumptions because your strategies your strategy. To scale or whatever it is is basically an assumption, and then from there you you execute and you track it. And if you if you measure it, you know smart goals. You know it has to be specific, it has to be measurable, it has to be actionable, it has to be realistic, and it has to be timely. And every single goal part of your strategy, you know, um, you you track it and you measure it and you touch base. And then after you give it like a quarter or, or however long you think it needs to take, you revisit it and you you say, hey. Was my hypothesis correct? Was this strategy solid? If it was, you keep going. If it wasn't, you change it, you course correct. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of in a very top level way how I think about strategy. And also, I also uh, come, I also like to spend a lot of time thinking. You know, I think thinking and spending time thinking is so underrated, man. Um, like a lot, like a lot of my time, like where I come up with these like strategies is like when I'm riding my bike to work, when I'm driving to work, when I'm just kind of walking around or uh, I guess in another world, not being present, but just thinking about the business. I'm just thinking around strategy, man, like mm-hmm. all day, every day. And I'm, I'm talking to people around it as well, like even friends and friends are challenging those assumptions as well and that's kind of yeah in a very top level way how i'm kind of thinking around strategy and then you know i'm always writing things down as well so like you know if i come up with an idea um like literally i was looking i'll give you an example so we want to do youtube in a big way we haven't started yet but like i was looking at buzzfeed yesterday and one thing that they did was they were doing like a like some of their stuff they were doing 30 day um, habits. So like someone did push ups uh, for 30 days and they did a before and after. And I came up with an idea for our YouTube channel. What if we just get someone in our team or like just for fun to, to experiment, like doing a morning routine, like people publish it online of like what Steve Jobs' morning routine was. And like, let's get someone to do that for 30 days and document it for 30 days. Like, wouldn't that be great content? Wouldn't that be fascinating content? So like, that's just something that I, I've looked at looking at BuzzFeed because they are exceptional at producing content and taking a piece of, you know, what they've done and, and applying it to founder. And, you know, we're not going to do it straight away, but it's something that I've planted in my mind and, you know, we'll revisit it. And, and you know, when the time comes, we'll revisit that strategy and say, okay, well, maybe this is one of the things that we mm-hmm. do and it could be great content. So, yeah, I hope that answers your question, man. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I also love how in multiple moments during this chat, You've referenced a lot of other companies that you've gotten inspiration from. You just mentioned BuzzFeed. You mentioned Masterclass earlier. And you're, you're adopting what you like about those into your own brand and business. And, and this this helps shape the voice of what Founder is. And, and it's not – it's obviously not copying, but it's just getting inspiration. I think a lot of people often don't know where to draw that line or, 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 or just, you know, are trying to come up with something completely brand new versus like – you know, taking something that they enjoyed from something else and then making it your own. And I, and I really love that uh, example that, that you just gave there. Um, a couple more questions, and you're doing amazing, by the way, so don't don't worry about talking too much. Like, please, keep going. Uh, but, you know, for, for me, I, I think I know a lot of people are... Uh, let's go back to team building. 
How do yep. you find a Zach? Great question. Zach, look, one thing that uh, Mitch taught me is you've got to be spending probably now, like where I'm at, you know, you've got to be spending at least, you know, at least if you can, 20 to 30% of your time just meeting people and trying to find great talent. And even, even if you're not ready to hire that person, like getting them on a test project or working on something together, testing it out, seeing like, you know, how it works for that person, but then how it works for you. Um, like, yeah, I, I think um, that's really, really key. So so the way I found Zach was was uh, actually through one of our mutual friends. Um, so, you know, Encore from Teachable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was having funny stories. So this is a great story, actually. So I was literally, uh, you know, um, where so social media marketing world last year, you were there, we uh, dinner and stuff uh, and lunch, uh, not dinner, uh, the lunch. Uh, but, um, you know, the teachable guys come down and uh, I caught up with those guys and um, they had a dinner or something. I'm not sure if you're there. I can't remember, but I don't think you were, but. They had a dinner and we did drinks and I was telling the guys what we were looking at doing and, and, and what we're working on. And, and uh, Andrew, their head of growth, um, he was like, oh, man, he's like, oh, you got to speak to Zach. Like, have, have you um, – he's like, he, he's, he's got a lot of experience doing this stuff. And, you know, that one just come from literally networking and, and putting myself out there. But, you know, the same way, like a, a great example, like a Jeremy, he's, he's our head of SEO and mm-hmm. he's got extensive experience growing websites, you know into the millions of uh, organic visitors and we haven't hit that yet so like you know jeremy's working for us he's an absolute beast uh so you know the way i found jeremy was was literally just um looking around and and i saw um someone talking about his work in a facebook group and i reached out to him so you know it's a combination of just putting yourself out there looking around you know, not looking at you like you know who like looking at the weaknesses or, or the or the parts where, that your team, um, you know where where you need help and you know where, what's going to help you execute on your vision or your goals for the year, and you know where you can get you know whatever that target is or you know whether it's revenue, whether it's you know customers, whether it's wh- whatever that is, um, you know where where can you find you know uh, great people, experienced people to fill that gap? But um, you know looking looking around and and knowing okay, well I know that I need a copywriter right like we know like in the near future we'll need like an insane full-time copywriter and and i know like in that that some of the best uh, copywriters in regards to direct response work at a company called agora have you heard of agora i've heard of agora yeah yeah, apparently, like, they're massive, man. So, like, I, you know, I, I've spoken to a few great copywriters and they've told me, yeah, if, if you want to do this properly, you should look to find someone from Agora. So, you know, how will I go about that? I will go and you know, look at LinkedIn and and actually cold outreach to some of these people that, that might have a great profile and say, hey, look, you want to catch up for a chat or, or whatever. Um, you know, you can look within your existing community. I think that's a great way to find great talent as well. So it's not so much putting ads out on job boards. It's you, and we do do that too, and we've found amazing talented people as well. But it's a combination of putting ads out on job boards and and then really looking uh, at where you know some really great people work and you know cold outreaching, just having a chat, or you know are you looking like to do any contract work or doing anything on the side? Always, it's very very key that you do a test project with that person first mm-hmm. because you know there's a lot of people out there that might have a lot of experience, right? 
and they've done a lot of crazy things. But what they don't share with you or their resume is the traction of the company, how much investment the company may have had in their bank and their war chest, and how exceptional the team around them might have been. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's quite easy to to, you know, like, let's just say, you know, we're looking to do a Kickstarter campaign and, you know, somebody comes to you and says, yeah, like I've worked in a team where we did, you know, a $5 million Kickstarter campaign. We, you know, you should hire me to do this. Like, you don't know. They're not going to tell, yeah, we had like an amazing team and we were venture funded uh, and we were, you know, yeah, like we had, the, you know, by Andreessen Horowitz or like, you know, one of the best VC firms in the world. Like, they're not going to tell you that stuff. You know what I mean? So, right. so that's why I think it's important to always, before you work with anyone, if you can, do a test project, where, however you can. Like, you know, before Zach and I, you know, joined, before Zach joined us, um, we did a test uh, course. We worked together and we rolled out an influencer course and, and he got a great feel for what it would be like working with us because he's in New York and it's remote. Same with Jeremy, you know, he helped us move the founder mag dot uh, com domain to founder.com like you know it was just literally a project you know it was a you know couple months project he rolled it out and then we, we worked out and we're like okay well, well how can we make this work long term how can we how can we get you to work with us and join us and and really help help build us help us build what we're trying to build you know so i think that's really important too but yeah it's a combination really of of just putting yourself out there pat asking your network um literally looking at your community you know asking around and just keeping your eyes and eyes open and ears peeled um just to to really um yeah look at at bringing on people even if you're not ready and and see if you can get a test project going and uh it takes time it really really does take time um I, i don't do it but i anticipate we will in the near future is having even like a hiring funnel yeah. Like literally running Facebook ads and just having a pipeline of just insanely talented people constantly, you know, because here's the thing, right? It's something Mitch taught me. We're, we're talking like to build a, an exceptional team to scale, you need A players, right? A player, like an A player. Some people say that an A player is worth like 10 to 15 B players, it, just to put a scale on it, right? Yeah. And A players, man, if they want to get a job, they can. Like if 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 they leave or want to go somewhere else or they you know something doesn't happen with their current role, they can get a job like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're solid. So the goal and and the trick to it is is actually to find that a player when they maybe are looking for their next opportunity or maybe they are you know um, not you know happy where they're working or maybe they are looking for a change and if you can if you can find that a player fast because they move fast and you know they'll get snaffled up quickly because that's that's where it's at man we're at a war of talent there's a reason that you know google and apple and do do ridiculous stuff and pay ridiculous amounts of money and and do you know pay to fly people over and, and house them and, and have their own villages for people and, and put you up because yeah talent is is where it's at to to truly build uh, a large company or a company or something like I said uh, coming back to you know something of of serious value or, or true significance and worth you need exceptionally talented people uh, so yeah I, ho- I hope that helps man it does it does a lot um, just. You know, to that level, you know, I got very fortunate to have a lot of great people come my way and then a lot of them offer who else might be great to come on my team. But, you know, for for the future and other things I plan on doing, um, I'm definitely going to need 
some more help. So this is this is super helpful. Um, dude, this has been an amazing conversation. I think that it is inspiring, uh, a little a little overwhelming for for people likely who are at the beginning stages of of their business journey, but hopefully something that people can look to strive for because you've definitely just like everybody else said, we all start from scratch, right? And it's it's going to be cool for people to to hear this and kind of wonder how it all got started. And I would recommend you definitely check out the last episode Nathan was on to uh, to check out um, you know all that content and and just kind of the difference and kind of what the goals were at that time too. I think it's going to be really interesting to see that juxtaposition. So that's episode one sixty nine. We'll put it in the show notes, obviously, for everybody. But hey, any final words of advice for for all the struggling entrepreneurs out there? Uh, who 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 are just wanting to get to that next level? What's one thing you could say to them to to push them forward into that next space? Mm. Yeah, I got a few pieces, man. And thank you so much, Pat. It's been a ton of fun. I, I feel I feel like I've just been doing too much talking, though, bro. It's it's all good, dude. Man. This is what, <laughs> dude. This is a, a podcast interviewer's dream is to have somebody like you on. I hope everybody else gets you on too because you're you're a great guest. So, uh, any oh, final thank words, you, man? Well, look, I think if you're looking to take things to the next level, you might be struggling or not satisfied with, you know, the current growth or or traction that your business is getting. I've got a few pieces. One, it's very easy to look at what other people are doing and compare yourself to others and think, well, you know, I should be there because they're there or I wish I was there. And and first of all, uh, one thing I will tell you is revenue is one thing. Profit is another thing. Uh, Amen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like so many people be, oh, you know, I've got a multiple seven-figure business. I'm doing this and doing that. But like they don't tell you how much they keep. They they could, well, for all you know, be spending all of that money on Facebook ads and you know, have like a 5% net profit margin. You know what I mean? Or they might be they might be literally sacrificing profit for growth right now. You know, plenty of people can, can do that. And, you know, mm-hmm. so first of all, do not. Do not compare yourself to others. You don't know that person's journey, how long they've been doing it for, where they've come from. It's, it's your own journey. And and if you just have that relentless focus and consistency, you will get there. The second thing that I will share is, you know, off my last point, focus. Focus is so extremely key. Uh, just because a uh, big lesson I've learned is just because now, you know, if you have an audience or you've built something and, and you can launch something, just because you can launch something or, or produce something that will make you more money doesn't necessarily mean that you should do it. Uh, that's something that I've learned the hard way and I, and I hope that you can, can learn about, about that too. I'm all about now just relentless, ridiculous focus and trying to minimize the amount of things that you're working on at a time and 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 work towards true mastery of just one to two elements like not too many mm-hmm. um and then the last thing is just just really try and surround yourself with great people that are on the same level as you are or even as well uh, a few levels above you because that's what's going to inspire that's what's going to keep you going and and just be really patient it does take time and you know just enjoy the journey you know, don't beat yourself up by comparing yourself to other people. Just really enjoy the journey because if you're listening to this right now, I guarantee you that, you know, you've probably been listening to a lot of Pat's episodes. If you just implement the stuff that he's sharing with you, you can, you know, do crazy stuff like I'm doing and I'm only just getting warmed up 
and and the thing is right like if you just take action be patient and just enjoy the journey i guarantee you 12 months from now where you are from where you want to be it'll be so much different and you know it's just it's just such a great ride and you know we we live such great lives pat you it's it's important you know no matter where you're at like just to really appreciate that for sure dude nathan thank you so much where can people go and find more uh from you and what you're up to you can just go to founder.com and uh, if you want to check out uh, one of our printed magazines, we're doing a few more at the moment where they're going to come out soon. You go to founder.com forward slash Branson and uh, you can get a free printed copy of the Branson issue, but you do have to cover shipping and handling. Cool, man. Hey, we appreciate you. Thank you, Nathan, for the update and all the amazing wisdom here and looking forward to seeing uh, kind of where things end up the, you know, the next time we get you on the show. Oh, man, thank you so much for your time, Pat. I really appreciate it and the opportunity of coming back on. It was a ton of fun, dude. I hope uh, you guys got a lot of value. Loved it. All right, man, take care. You too. Ciao. All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Nathan Chan. Again, you can find him at founder.com. That's F-O-U-N-D-R.com. And if you want to get that free issue, all you have to do is pay for shipping. Just go to founder.com slash Branson. It's like the Richard Branson Branson. Uh, Man, what an amazing conversation, Nathan. Thank you so much. And I'm uh, just super appreciative that in the beginning there, he mentioned that I had a big influence on him, you know, quitting his job and getting started. And it just makes me happy. I mean, this is why I do what I do. And to be able to connect with Nathan here now on the podcast for a second time. I mean, this is this is just so cool. I feel so blessed um, and, and, and very blessed because you are still listening to this episode. I appreciate you for that. You know, we talked a lot in this episode about scaling up and building a team and sort of next level stuff. And one of the most common questions I get is, Pat, how do you manage your content when you are scaling up, when you build a team? How do you, like, what tools do you use to help manage that process and organize everything to make sure everybody's doing what they need to do as a part of your team to get your content out there? You know, I'm known as one of the most uh, prolific content creators out there, and it's not without a number of tools that help me. Now, the number one tool that I can recommend to you, and actually this is something that those of you who are just starting out can use, and some of you who have multiple team members can use as well. Um, I have you know a number of team members who use this tool as well, and that tool is called CoSchedule. CoSchedule. I've had the founder on the show before to talk about you know content creation. He's been on the SPI podcast, Garrett Moon. He's awesome, and it's an ever-evolving tool to help all of us manage our content and not just our content on our blogs and you know the podcast uh, show notes content and, and stuff it's really cool because they have a wordpress plugin that you know it, it actually like talks to the tool is a, is a web application and you can actually draft and and create new posts in the web app for co-schedule which then when you go back to wordpress they're there and now everybody's scheduled to do their different parts to them and it just it just makes the machine work um so that's that's the cool thing about it but more than that, it just helps us stay organized and they help you with managing social media posts. This is one of the things I love about this. So when you create a new draft for, for example, an upcoming podcast episode or an upcoming blog post, not only can you assign who does what and have dates and deadlines and it's on your calendar and stuff so you know when it's going up, you can actually pre-populate. You write beforehand, before it's published, the tweets that are going to go out, the Facebook messages that are going to go out the LinkedIn messages that are going to go out. And you can actually have them be scheduled to post uh, the day it's published, a few hours later, a day later, three days later, two weeks later. You can change the messaging. You can interchange things. And you can kind of automate this a little bit, which is pretty cool. So I highly recommend you check this tool out. 
They are not sponsoring this episode. I want to make that clear. I just want to mention them and share my affiliate link with you, which is uh, something that if you go through and you purchase this and you try it out, I do get a commission as a result. So I just want to be honest and upfront about that. But if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash co-schedule, you can go ahead and check that out and give it a shot. And it is something that we've used for, I think, over two years now. And uh, I, I love it. I love the tool and I know you will too. So smartpassiveincome.com slash co-schedule. And by the way, I know a lot of you have been asking me about starting a podcast. Uh, Some of you who haven't heard of my offerings before uh, may enjoy hearing about this, but I actually have a three-day free mini course to help you get your podcast up and running if you want to have conversations like this with others too, have a platform to help build an audience and hopefully grow a business out of that as well. If you want to check that out, all you have to do is go to howtostartapodcast.com and uh, that'll take you into the three-day mini course where you'll get access to all the information you need to get a podcast up and running, and it's structured in a way that it'll make it easy for you to not get overwhelmed with all the tech stuff and, and, and all the things involved with getting a uh, podcast up and running. It's honestly been one of the best things I've ever done, and uh, even if nobody listened to this episode, you know, I had an hour-long conversation with somebody, or almost an hour, um, and, and that's something you can do too, to connect with any influencers or other people in your industry. I mean, but of course, people are going to listen to the show. So if you want to start that podcast, I recommend going through my free three-day mini course. I'm going to walk you through all the steps hand in hand. All you have to do is go to howtostartapodcast.com and you can pick it up there. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode. We've got a lot of good stuff coming. So make sure if you haven't done so already, now that the episode is almost over, get that phone ready and hit subscribe. And then I would actually recommend going back into the archive and looking through the titles and finding uh, podcast episodes that might relate to where you're at in your business right now. There's 315 other episodes at this point, unless you're listening in the future, in which case there's likely more. Uh, Man, just what a ride. What a ride. I love this podcast. I love all of you who listen to it. I love you who have uh, left reviews. You guys are amazing. Thanks so much. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.